0: Welcome back, boys and girls, college football week four, Pick Your Poison podcast, coming off a absolutely monstrous week, monstrous week, nine, four, and one for your boy here, Rebs Bagman, Bert, the king, the hog himself, ten and three, up six unis, what a week for Bert, and, uh, you know, old, old boomer here a nice modest 6 and 6 coming off a of 1 and 6. You can't get it all back in one week hey, folks. Uh the tortoise of the hair. Yeah, look. <laughs> I might be the tur- just wait for me for week 12. It I'm going to be money. Great week. I'll, I'll go ahead and throw out our, our overall stats here. Uh Pullman profiteer, still still riding high off that Stanford money line over USC's plus 10.6 units 16 and 12 overall. Your host here, bagman, 22 and 14, that's 61% plus six units. Boomer. 16-16, uh, and 16, just right down middle America, 50%, minus 1.6 units, and Burt coming off of a massive week, 18-15 plus 2.4 units, that's right, 55%, not a single person on this podcast, below 50%, big week like we said, we had Bama, Florida, Bama looks, I don't know, vulnerable, vulnerable, vulnerable. Some might say, "Suss." A certain Heisman coming into Tuscaloosa next week might have his eyes open. The Hogs, tune-up game for A and M this week, cover the ready, spread. Oh, hey. and I, I thought it was
1: impressive that I, I was kind of thinking let down spot there. Ooh. Just, I mean, like easy win. We, but we like, talked about it. Not, yeah. not a cover, but no, uh, they've yeah. proven
0: me wrong. They're what three 0 Against the spread? Rebs and Hogs, two 3 0 teams. What on could the, go wrong? On the, on the spread in real life, two top, what, are y'all top 15 yet? 16. 16? Just, just out of it. Just flirting with it, flirting with it, 13th ranked Rebs here. But we're not gonna let this, all the success, bring us down. Head. No, it cannot or go, go, go to, to our to heads. Head. <laughs> yeah, No, no, no. It will not go to our heads not bring it down no we're riding high soaring gonna keep it up though going into week four let's get right into picks boomer what's our first game
1: all right so the first game we got here is LSU at state uh state is catching two and a half points totals at 56 points home dog
0: home dog oh, wait uh, uh Pullman had texted me earlier from his from the phone he got snuck in by his fellow inmate that he wants to talk about this game so let's let's give him a call real quick
2: from Washington State Penitentiary inmate number 69,420. Would you like to accept? Yes. Hello? Pullman. man. What's going on, brother? Oh, you know, another positive week. It uh, feels good to be up double-digit units. Things in Pullman aren't looking good with the football team, but when you bet against them, I guess it's going all right.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you fade them with USC, coming in with an interim coach, you see the future. Let's get right into it, though. We got uh, Mississippi State and LSU up first. What you got for us?
2: I absolutely love State here. Uh, two and a half at home. Did a little research. uh Ed Orgeron is the worst noon coach ever. You had to go do
0: research to realize Ed Orgeron's a shitty coach?
2: At noon. I Hey, I knew the rest. But, uh, <laughs> but also, he specifically,
0: he's, he's specifically shitty at noon?
2: That's his worst time. So uh, I, then I went and looked at some league stuff, too. And actually at Washington State, he played so many noon games, it is mind-blowing. I love Zach Arnett here, too, coaching up against Ed Orgeron. I just think their defense is really going to give LSU issues. So give me stating points here at home.
0: I am not here with you on the same page, Pullman. I also did a little bit of research here. So what does LSU do poorly on defense? They're 103rd in rushing defense. They allowed 210 yards to UCLA. They're very bottom quarter of the NCAA in rush defense. But what the hell does that matter against a Mike Leach offense? Mississippi State's 112th in rushing offense. 45 yards a game, their quarterback throws it 75 times a game. So just because LSU can't stop the run, that's how team. That's how UCLA made them look stupid on opening weekend, running it down their redneck throats. Mississippi State's not going to do that. LSU's got plenty of talent on that back end to guard the air raid bullshit, and they're going to remember that game from last year. Give me LSU, lay in two and a half in Starkville, I don't think State's very good. I get they lost because of a bullshit touchdown on special teams last weekend, but talent wins out here. Give me the give me the Tigers uh, rolling in the pool. Boomer, what you got?
1: Um, so I'm not really sure here. It's this is tough because was I don't know if the Memphis game was kind of a backbreaker for State where they just broke their morale. I, or or, I, don't, or could, I don't see
0: Leach as some sort of like rally. Yeah, behind me yeah, guy. Or,
1: like because like or different. Like if that was an Ed O team, maybe you rally behind that. We yeah. got
0: screwed over. Leach was talking about like existentialism after the game. But, but not the, let's rally up. On. The
1: one thing I do know about this game, this this will define how the rest of season is going to go for either team. Facts. Because I mean LSU's kind of had a slow start. They had they had a good. I mean they they looked good against Central Michigan. And it kind of gave both me. Both teams
0: are kind of very similar situations here. Both two and one, both with an out of conference loss. And I'm pretty sure if you look at the two team schedules over the next five weeks, it's a gauntlet. So whoever wins this will have a little bit of breathing room. Whoever loses this is going to be have their neck tight. Yeah. Because these next couple weeks are going to be hell. Well, and and I think
1: desperation, especially. I, I feel like Edo, even after having won a championship, is still kind of on the hot seat. But I'll be quick here. Um, but so basically I, I I'm gonna go with LSU here. I think uh I don't think they can uh state can push the ball down the field enough no. and they're just gonna be throwing these short routes and LSU's gonna have athletic enough defenders to be able to kind of stop those and
0: Yeah. That state I, quarterback I saw the I mean, stat line yeah, after he has
1: he has a ton of yards. Yeah. However, I bet you his average like yeah, distance pass is like seven passes. Yeah. Through six and had like, like four hundred yards. Yard, but it's like four yard passes and then someone uh
0: runs it for so twenty yards. Up. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're on LSU with me? Yeah, I'm on LSU. All right, Bert, what you got? Uh, so, the two bottom teams in the SEC
3: West, we wouldn't know what that feels like. Nope. Nope. We would not. Sitting up top. Um, but, Mississippi State, uh, I will say, welcome to the Mark Curls Hate Club. Um, us here at Arkansas, we've been in this club for about 10 years now. Well, oh, welcome that the ref. You. The ref, yes. He was oh, the same ref. Oh, <laughs> jeez. The same ref for <laughs> that call.
0: Was the same ref that blew the Arkansas? Did you expect game? us to just know who that was off the top of our heads? Yeah, that was. You're way too you.
1: inside Arkansas
0: football. Yeah, for yeah. Us. you're speaking. You think you're speaking only to Arkansas fans here? Like, 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 doesn't know who Mark Curl is. Just wait. We'll welcome y'all with open arms. I had as to do well. some serious deductive reasoning there to get that. But anyways, yes, anyways, I didn't know that was the same. How do you screw Arkansas over?
3: The Auburn game. Oh, last year, the backwards pass fumble. Uh, that game it's that we spiked. beat Auburn. Unbelievable. Anyways, let, let's talk about my pick. Mississippi State's probably spent the entire week, at least the first half of the week, on Twitter just fuming yep. at what's being said about this. The statement by the SEC trying to back them up. Statement. Hey, just pick the ball up and give it to the ref. You were losing anyways. And you're gonna lose this game
0: too. Give me LSU minus two and a half. Love it. Love it. All right, boom, take us into our next one. I think I think Pullman, you wanted you I know you're uh you're you're in Washington State right now, but here you have some subtle roots from eastern Tennessee. What you got for us, Boomer? So,
1: so it's UT at Florida. My, Florida's minus 19, total set at 63 and a half. Pullman, what do you like here?
2: Uh, I like the under. I think Florida is just going to run the ball. And hear me out on this also. You know I'm a big trend guy, right? Well, the last team in Florida who lost a game, who got a stadium ovation afterwards by third, by their fans – Lost in a 17-point uh, cover as well. Uh, I don't like Tennessee to win outright because I think they stink. But I think their quarterback's just going to try and run the ball for, like, five a pop. They'll probably just rotate through them and get, like, three of them injured. But I really think it's going to be a low-scoring, ugly game where both teams have, like, two interceptions each. Also, if I could bet the over-interceptions in a game, I would take whatever it is on this game. But, yeah, give me uh, give me under six, three and a half and an ugly one.
3: Mmm, Bert, what are you thinking here? I'm going to go with Florida minus 19. Okay, I'll get Florida minus 19. Tennessee hasn't seen a team like Florida whatsoever. Florida with the – I know they hate to say it, but the somewhat moral victory over Alabama, I think they're just going to dominate them. Give me Florida minus 19. Oh,
2: I'll, I will add this one thing, too, about why I like the under. Emory Jones this year has two TDs and five interceptions. He, he's just atrocious. Yeah, I'm not a big – Amory Jones guy, but I am a big
0: Anthony, or what is it, Richardson guy? Is it Anthony Richardson? AR-15. Yeah, that dude's an absolute beast. He didn't play last week against Bama. He's going to play this weekend. I'm on the over here, Pullman. I think this hooker guy for Tennessee, I think he's found a little something there. They scored 56 against Tennessee Tech. I have Tennessee Tech muted on Twitter for obvious reasons, but still 56 points against anyone is pretty solid with Heupel. He likes to run and gun. They're going to be throwing it all over the field. And we saw Florida's going to be able to score with anyone, even with their, I guess, their backup quarterback, at least the lesser of the two quarterbacks. So, Pullman, I'm fading you again here. I'm on the over of 63. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored here in the Swamp. I'm going to be... Florida D-line is not going to let him get a completion off. Well, I just think it's going to be such a fast-paced, like, Tennessee attack. That's all they know how to do. I'll, I'm still going to assume that they'll be able to score... A couple points, maybe in a backdoor fashion, but 63 is far too few points here. Give me that over. Boomer, what you got? Um, So, I'm going to
1: continue the trend of the year. I've been loving team totals. Not not, not the game, the team. And so, because I believe that Pullman and Bagman, y'all are right in certain aspects. I I believe that Tennessee's not going to be able to score very very many points against uh, that Florida defensive line. But then I also think Florida showed that they actually can put up some points. Yeah. And Bama's defense, they're pretty good. Yeah, and that, that's been. that's one of the defenses that I, Saban's been most happy with in the past, like, five years. Yeah. And so I, I think they're going to be able to contain, contain Tennessee. So I'm going to go with uh, Tennessee. I, I don't know. We don't have the number right now. But whatever the team total is,
0: I'll take the over there. Tennessee over? over? Oh, excuse me, Florida. Florida. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that. Not All that. over the place there. All right. Florida over team total, that's going to be probably around like 40 something, I would assume, with this point spread. So that's pretty solid. I'm like, I'm give me as many overs as I can. I'm all over these overs. So, Pullman, anything else for us before you leave for tonight? Go back to yourself.
2: I absolutely love USC minus 10 and a half. Uh, If Jackson Dart plays, they're winning this game by 100. He is a stud. Love the true freshman, but even if it's Slovis, they're going to kill Oregon State. Give me them there. Oregon, Oregon minus 28 and a half at home. Uh, I think Arizona's probably the second-worst team in football. I'd love to see them play UConn this year and also love Oregon with the future put on them. So Oregon minus three and a half, did, uh, did Arizona, 28 and a half. Who did
0: Arizona lose to?
2: Northern Arizona. Ooh. Oh, well, I mean, that's an in-state rivalry. I <laughs> didn't know Northern Arizona's an F- FCS team. I didn't know they had they're directional the, they're, schools they're there. They're the one double-A team I caught the live line on, plus like 400 uh, in the third quarter. During that game, so that was a nice payout for me. What time was um, that? I'm sure it was Pac 12, 12 after dark. That had to be. Well, it's probably like 7
1: o'clock it. for you, right?
2: Uh, you lose time in the cell, but I, I'd probably say uh, <laughs> 10 o'clock
0: ish. <laughs> so, yeah, Arizona does stink. Is that, is that your your last lock of the week? Yeah, that'll do it. All right. We well, appreciate your time today. Don't uh, don't spend too much time in the showers this week, and we'll talk to you next week. Uh, mail mail
2: me some snacks, please. I'm getting I'm getting sick of this food.
0: I got you some Gardetto's on the way. So oh, <laughs> we'll,
2: perfect. We'll talk to you perfect. next
1: week. Peace, brother. All right. So uh, the next game we've got here we've got Notre Dame versus Wisconsin in Chicago at Soldier Field. Wisconsin's minus six and a half points. Total set at 46 and forty six and a
0: half. Bagman, what are your thoughts here? I don't. This game has been. I've been back and forth in this game all week. So I'm going to lay the points here. This is a trappy line. I'm, I'm going to make sure it doesn't get up to like a seven, a football number or something. As long as it's staying below that, I'm going to lay the points with Wisconsin. Notre Dame stinks. Absolutely stinks. They gave up a million points to Florida State, who now we've learned absolutely sucks. And then they, they played Toledo. They beat Toledo, a Toledo team by three points, who then that same Toledo team the next week lost to Colorado State by 18 points. That Colorado State team then lost to Vandy by three points. So Notre Dame stinks. That's just transitive property. All those teams stink. So I get it to Jack Cohn, Notre Dame quarterback, transfer in from Wisconsin. I don't care. I would like to take the under just because this has like big 10 Football Soldier Field tall grass written all over it. But I'm gonna lay the points here with Wisconsin. I don't trust Notre Dame. I can see this being really low scoring in a tight game, but I don't think Miss, I don't think Notre Dame's gonna be able to score. Give me give me the Badgers. Boomer, what you got?
1: Um yeah no th- th- this is kind of a weird one. Uh I also like I feel like the spread's kind of weird. Like like I, it opened it a pick 'em. But so so it's six and a half right now. So if it was at Wisconsin, so would that be nine and a half? Like, yeah, that I mean. seems like a lot. However, there's so seventy-two percent of the publics on Notre Dame don't like that. that. That's that's already kind of giving me bad signs. And then I was kind of looking into, well, like you said, Florida State, Toledo. Those those were both one-score games. Did, I don't know if Purdue ended up being a one-score game.
0: It was like, but it it was it.
1: It it, might have been two scores, but it was a one score game the entire time. Also,
0: Wisconsin coming off a bye here, yeah. They're So that's
1: another thing that kind of adds to it. And then also, I was looking at it. Notre Dame's averaging two point nine yards per carry. Atrocious,
0: and and I'm sure in Wisconsin, has like one of the best rush defenses in college. Football. They are so not like, going
1: to be able to move, run the ball on them, and I really don't trust Notre Dame's quarterback to be able to throw it like around. I don't
0: trust. Was it Graham Mertz is the Wisconsin quarterback? He looked like shit against Penn State in Week One. I'm not impressed by their office. I don't think this team is very good either. But like, like I don't see any way Notre Dame can really move the ball in this Wisconsin defense.
1: And and also one other fact, uh, shout out uh, SPG Brian Kelly. He's one win away from being the all time leading coach winning winningest coach at Notre Dame over Newt Rockney. He's the been there day. that long. Yeah, I feel like
0: Notre like Lou Holtz wasn't like up there.
1: I, no, it, it, and it, it was it was like 110 wins. I think is what it was. That's
0: not really. I guess that's maybe, not they really play that, so many more games. Yeah, than yeah. Nine, it's not A. really that many,
1: but. uh. But that, that's another thing. So, I'm going to go with Wisconsin. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat the six and a half points. I, I think they So, you're win. saying he's
0: not going to get the no, win. The no,
1: no, no. Not today. Or not not Saturday. Anyway. Maybe save it for a home game. Yeah, yeah. Maybe for a home game. Tip the old cap. Yeah, the old visor exactly. for Brian Kelly. Not, not in Soldier Field, anyway. <laughs> no. But, uh... All right, Bert, uh,
3: who do you like? I actually went to a Dead and Company concert at Soldier Field, sat next to some Wisconsin guys, and they had some great things to say about my guy, Brett Bielema. Whoa. Yeah. So I'm going to use that. That is just good mojo. That's great mojo, um, and I'm going to have to take that mojo and go to Wisconsin, minus six and a half.
0: That's beautiful. Well, let's get right into our next game. We got the Texas shootout. Texas versus Texas Tech. Texas Tech traveling to Austin. We got... The Longhorns here giving up seven and a half with an over/under of 61 and a half. Boomer, what you thinking here? I, I'm just going to do my.
1: It has not worked out this year. However, I do believe in it's regressing to, to the mean. I'm taking the Texas Tech over. Not even thinking about Guns it. It's a blazing. Full send. Three and zero. They're feeling hot. Uh, the reason I don't want to bet on the uh, spread on this one because Texas Tech loves to just like shit the bed and like lose a close game where they oh, probably yeah. should have won. And then their fans will bitch about, like bad, oh, it was a bad call or, or something, you know, bad luck or something like that. Uh, so I'm going to go with the over in this game. I'm on the
0: over as well here. Let's look at, we know Texas did not look good early in the season. However, last week they started the guy who they should have been starting a quarterback this whole season, Casey Thompson, the guy the Pick Your Poison podcast has been clamoring Zaddy. about since literally no, New Year's Eve of last year when they Boat race to whoever they played in the bowl game, and he looked incredible. I think it was the Alamo Bowl he came in and just lit everyone on fire. Let's also look at Texas Tech's games this year. They've gone over uh, the this point total in all three. We got 38 points against Houston, a bunch of points against Stephen F. Austin, and then 54 points against FIU last week. They can score with the best of them. I think this is going to be a fast field in Austin this weekend. Give me that over as well. This is I don't know. This has 11 o'clock Big 12 Points all over the place. Gus Johnson screaming into a microphone on Fox written all over it. I like that over, Bert. Please don't tell me you agree with us. Please tell me you have something other than Oh,
3: I am so sorry. I'm going to be nice and <laughs> vanilla here, and I'm going over. That's what I got. I kind of want Texas on the minus eight, too. I just think they're a way better football team. They learned a lot by coming to Fayetteville. We taught them how to play some good football. So uh,
1: give me eight points, Texas, to well. Is that two in a row
0: consensus? I, yeah, do we all take LSU too? <laughs> Fuck. Okay, we're, we're probably De- screwed. All, right. all right, Bert, you're going first oh here on this next gosh. one because I feel yeah, like you're just, you're just tailing us. All right, all right, take all us right. into our next one. All right, Boom. so the next
1: the next game we've got is we got SMU at TCU, the battle for the iron skillet. Yeah, historic.
0: The, uh, the, the the religious schools of the Dallas Metroplex. We got Highland Park versus where where's Fort TCU? Worth. Fort Worth. Yeah. Just uh, the game everyone's clamoring about.
1: Yeah, no, everyone's talking about this one, but uh, TCU's minus nine and a half. Bert, who do you like here? The Protestant showdown here. Where's the game? Uh, it's at uh, TCU. It's in Dallas, uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> in the Dallas metropolitan area. So, uh, uh, essentially. It's on
3: TCU's campus. Okay, on TCU's campus. Then give me TCU. Yeah. I really didn't look into this game very much.
0: Well, my, my, I don't like. I didn't look into this game very much either. But I know SMU won on that crazy last minute hail mary last weekend against La Tech. They had them. La Tech had them by the throat. It's like twelve point oh, underdogs. La Tech. I know. They I know, just they, can't get a win. I, yeah, against State, they had that big comeback. I don't know. That's a lot of. I don't like teams riding that high. Coming in to the next week, so give me TCU. They have more talent, I assume. Probably can pull better players out of the Dallas Metroplex area. So I'll take TCU, laying the points. Boomer, what you got here? Uh,
1: I'm I'm going to take another uh, favorite here. I'm going to take TCU. Uh, their running back is an absolute. Is that Zach Evans? Three hundred. Wait, Evans, did, yeah. wait, did you take TCU too? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, all right. I'm switching to the under in the uh, Texas Tech game, but I will can, I will move forward with this TCU, minus 9.5. TCU's they, uh, Zach Evans, 5-star running back, absolute stud. Average...
0: I'm pretty sure he committed to 12 schools through the recruiting process, almost yeah, being one uh, of them.
1: Absolute player, but he's averaging 8 yards a carry. Stud, he's just going to run all all over SMU. And that was after an emotional win last week at Law Tech. But but let's let's move on to more pressing business. I would say the biggest game of the week, in my opinion. Uh, We have Texas A&M versus Arkansas in Dallas. Another game in Dallas. Uh, Arkansas is catching 5.5 points. Total set at 47.5. Bagman?
0: I'm actually going to give the honors to Bert. Here. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, I, His the, hogs well,
1: I was, I was in Jerry
0: World as a ranked team going up against the top ten opponent. Let me hear what you got here, Bert.
3: I'll be honored to go first. Hogs, 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 money, line. We might as well annex the state of Texas after this win because we're going to owned them.
0: The annexation of College Station. The
3: annexation of College Station. I love that one. Let's make a shirt. I just came up with that on the spot. Yep, we got, a we got that
0: patent here. I know we've been riding with each other
3: all night so far, but Boomer, Batman, I expect y'all to ride with me on this game as well. It is Ole Miss, Ole Miss Bye Week. This yep. is Arkansas Week. We are hog fans in this house right now. When we have our open date, I will show my due respect to the reps. But with that being said, y'all take the Hawks. Take the five and a half point. I'm gonna take the money line. I don't want to hear about AM has won nine straight games against Arkansas. Well guess what? Sheesh. The starting quarterback for all nine of those games, Kellen Mond, he is gone. And now they got backup quarterback <laughs> Zach Calzone against a Barry Odom defense in his first SEC start in Jerry World. Mm, yummy, please give me more. We are gonna eat him up. KJ Jefferson has looked better each and every week. Fun stat, and this is just wise betting right here. Sam Pittman ten and three against the spread since he has become the head coach of the University of Arkansas. Yes, sir.
0: I forgot that uh, that Kellen Mond was the quarterback for all nine of those victories. All That's a pretty impressive years. stat from from one quarterback. But no, uh, I I'm on the Hogs minus five or plus five and a half here. But mainly because I'm heavy, heavy on this under. This under is screaming to me. I don't trust either quarterback. They both stink. I guess KJ's a little bit better than Calzone, but I mean that that but the Arkansas defense is a little bit worse than the AM defense. So it kind of evens out there. This is gonna be a running football game. Neither team's gonna trust their quarterback. If it gets into like a fourth and one at the opposing team's forty, they're just gonna punt it because they're like, hey, we're going to be able to just play defense and stop this other team. I'd rather not give them the field position. So I'm on the under heavy here, and I'm on the Hogs plus five and a half just because I don't see this game ever really getting out of outside of like a touchdown one way or another. And So if I know it's going to be close in a low-scoring game, give me the points. I'll take that all day. So hammer the under, and I'll take the Hogs. Out of respect for Burt, but I just think it's going to be a close game, so I'll take the points as well. Boomer, you got a read on it?
1: Well, so, so I agree with everything you said as far as the under. Absolutely love that. Arkansas has solid defense. A&M has allowed 17 points uh, this entire year. I don't care if you're playing the Sisters of the Blind. That's fucking good. Especially nowadays with how offenses are. That is fucking solid. But so, now talking about the uh, spread here. I I feel like... I, I, I don't I do not like that most of the public is on Arkansas at the moment. Granted, Dude, it's early in the week. Yeah. It is early in the there's week. Way
0: too much action to be. But had on there's
1: 67 percent of the bets on Arkansas. That's just not live. But but you know what I do like? Calzones. Mm. Love lo- love me a calzone. Tastes like shit. was cal- I'd rather just a pizza. But but no, I love me some calzones. So I'm gonna go with A and M here. I think Arkansas is outperformed. They overperformed so far. I think they're in regress the to the mean a little bit. Mm. I think it's going to be a good game. It's going it's to be a close game, so I love the under. Really love the under, but then I'm going to take A&M. This will be my fourth straight week betting against the Hogs, losing to them. So or the dog house. yeah, yeah, I cannot stop now. No. I, I will bet against them. Every, I don't care if they win every single week. I will. Yeah, I'm, maybe yep. maybe it's the good luck time I need keep it up. R- right now, yeah, I'm just doing this out. I put my emotions to the side because I actually want you all your to win. This for me. Okay. Yeah, no.
0: You're that you're that dog chasing chasing the no the no mail no. Truck. It's
1: no emotions. I'm strictly I'm a machine. I am. Just, I know that eventually they're gonna screw up. The
3: the one thing I'll say about the under is this is always a crazy crazy football game. I feel like. You know, AT&T Stadium, it plays kind of fast. There's big plays. There's weird plays. The, I initially wanted to take the under here, but I can't rule out double overtime. That's true. I can't rule out just one overtime. Arkansas there's six points is known right for, there. no right for, for
0: it. Arkansas is known for it. For just one and, A&M. overtime. And AM. A M went to that crazy overtime game with LSU. Oh, yeah. fuck. You're the right. The
3: one thing that scares me about this game is 11 a.m. kickoff against Georgia next week. Mm-hmm. If we win this game, that's an 11 a.m. kickoff against two top ten opponents. What that that smells a little fishy to me from the SEC office. I think they're going to throw A and M some bones. So look out for a uh, phantom holding call. Ref
0: screw job. I love it. Yeah, Mark. Who's, curls. Who's the, yeah, who is the who's the ref? This as long as Mark curls is isn't there. Yeah, his spirits haunting. Have you checked over the, who the refs are this weekend?
3: Have not. Oh, you yeah, have
0: such a vendetta against this guy. Yet yeah, you don't know where he's going to be playing in such a big game for the Hogs. That's a little I'll bit sus. Well, I thought he was Mississippi State's problem. While then. you're investigating that, uh, Boomer, take us into our next game.
1: Yeah. So next we've got Clemson at NC State. Clemson's coming off of a tight, tight win against, uh, yeah, yeah, not a good game against uh, Georgia Tech. What they won by like four points or and Georgia Tech's not very but, good. Yeah, and Georgia Tech is who they they lost when we were in Atlanta. Lost to someone really bad. But uh, but so uh, NC State's uh, catching ten points total set at forty-seven and a half. Not much confidence in the
0: offenses here, obviously. No. Bagman, do you, you want to lead us? I off? don't have confidence in either of these teams. I mean, NC State, these Raleigh boys—they're all a bunch of sissies. I mean, they go down to Starfall and get boat raced. I, I don't trust them at all. And I, this Clemson offense is anemic. They can't score points against Georgia. They can't score points against Georgia Tech. I don't know. Maybe it's just a Georgia thing. But I don't know. This seems like a little... Like, I haven't seen a 10-point Clemson versus an ACC opponent line in what feels like five years. So it, begging me to take Clemson, and I'm going to do it. I'm just going to take Clemson. Clemson's defense has not allowed a touchdown all year. They lost to Georgia, but that was because Georgia scored an offensive, or a, a defensive touchdown on Clemson. So, look, I don't love it. I don't love it, but I don't think NC State can score. I think Clemson just is a bow constrictor and will just wrap around them and squeeze them out and eventually get to 10 points over the course of four quarters. So, give me the better team with better talent. I'll take Clemson and lay the points. I don't love it, but I'm going to do it. Boomer, what you got? So yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of sitting up. This is another
1: weird one, which I guess we're also early in the season, still trying to – everyone's trying to figure everything out. I really don't like that most of the bets are on NC State, that that kind of just – that seems weird to me. Makes me want to lean towards Clemson. And then also, I, I think – I mean, Bert, wh- what do you think that Dabba has been eating all week? I don't know, Boomer. Uh, well, I know he's he's been eating the Clemson's team's ass all week. <laughs> this is this is a get back game. Uh, this is the, the game last week against Georgia Tech. That's that's a, that's that's what that's what Saban loves. That's that's what Dabo loves. They love get a scare from not as a good team, and so he's been chewing them out all week. This is a get right game here. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm
0: gonna go with Clemson on this spot here. Me and me and boomer have far too many like picks here I might have to fade my entire card after a after a 61% so far in the season it might be time to just say hey you can't keep this up all year might as well fade yourself on a week especially when you and Boomer yeah have as I, many I don't know who's picks.
1: regressing to what
0: at this point <laughs> yeah well, I don't know we'll have to figure it out once the cards get tweeted out all right Burt, what you got on this all game? right Any so things? next game
1: we're, we're uh, traveling up to <laughs> Columbia South Carolina we've got Kentucky at South Carolina. <laughs> South Carolina's catching five. totals at 45 <laughs> points. Just, just, Bert, Bert, <laughs> give it to me here, brother. Oh, do, do, you, do
3: you want me to talk about Clemson or should I talk about South no, Carolina? I cuts Kentucky? you off <laughs> on the
0: Clemson. You get no picks on that game. You got to go to the other Carolina team here at all South right, Carolina. All
3: right, so we're moving up to Columbia here. Northward.
0: Ken- give me Kentucky.
3: They are way better than five points over new coach. South Carolina. I think Kentucky's pretty legit this year. I'm kind of surprised why they keep flirting outside of the, the
0: top 25. Well, they barely beat Chattanooga last week. They kind of look like yeah, shit. Yeah, but you and know, they were 31-point ed- favorites there.
3: Jeez. Yeah, that, I think that's one of those situations where every team has a down game. You'd rather be against Chattanooga than yeah. an SEC opponent. Once again, I mean, that leads to perfect uh, ass-eating season right there. For Mark mm-hmm. Stoops,
0: that has to be. I think they have like three or four straight SEC games in a row here. I think that might have just been like, this is our one breather. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take. Yeah, it. let's stay we're healthy. Gonna, yeah, we're gonna get out of it no matter what. Let's just.
3: South Carolina's got to be beat up after that Georgia beat down. So give me Kentucky minus five.
0: I love this. Like I had this as like a massive lock of the week coming in. The line and the amount of people that I've seen all over Twitter and everywhere just hammering Kentucky here, it makes me a little cautious. I, but I'm still going to take Kentucky. I mean, sometimes the, the the Vegas line is just wrong. Thank God. And, I mean, I, I'm going to lay the points here. Kentucky's got a decent, actually like a good quarterback. They've had just a runner quarterback, a wide receiver playing quarterback the last two or three years. They've got a legit quarterback this year. And South Carolina stinks. That head coach, he has no business being in the SEC. They have no talent. I, I don't. I mean, it's a home game at night in in Columbia. That's the only thing I can kind of see changing this is that the home environment. You got the gamecock squeaking. You got sandstorm playing. Maybe that gets them excited. But I think Kentucky's so much of a better team that it won't matter. It's only five points. They win by at least a touchdown. So I'll lay him here. I'm. I don't love it, but I mean, it's only because of how wonky it seems to me. So. Boomer, are you falling into this trap? No. Give me them points. Give me
1: them points. Kentucky, this is going to be their first road game of the year. Oh. Uh, And and this is another thing. Yeah. yeah, We were talking about this off air.
0: In uh, our little G chat, we, we, our we, G-chat,
1: we, we're just messaging each other all day. We
0: Sprinkled it week one too. We said, got to keep these, keep these in your mind. The first time a team goes on the road, whether it be week one, week two, maybe week three, and also home teams have performed really good so far in the year, yep. and
1: I think that's a trend to pay attention to. I, I do believe that Vegas will catch up to that, and probably, but I, but I, in probably the next week or two. But I think it's still early enough in the season that we can get some value there. So, I'm going to go with uh, South Carolina here. I'll I'll take the points. It's going to be just a a shitty SEC East game. Yeah,
0: so the past couple weeks, I've been, been, you know, I have a great percentage of wins, but my units aren't up that much because I've been sprinkling money on, like, teams where I see this kind of stuff where the public's heavy on one side and I get cute with my bets. And this is just a team that I I know is better. I don't know. I'm, I'm done being cute, flirting with Miami, who sucks, Thinking Phil Longo is not going to score a bunch of points against a competent defense, even though every ACC defense is shit. Like, don't get cute with these things. You see what you know what you see. It's we've had enough games so far this year. Go with your gut here. I'm laying Kentucky. Boomer's getting all cute. Thank God we don't have the same pick on one. But I'm going to win. He's going to lose. He's an idiot. We have any more picks on this card? Well,
1: so so we've gone through our main slate of picks, but y- y'all gave me a couple of games uh, that that y'all liked here first and. In- whoever likes this game can talk. Stephen F. Austin, at Memphis. Memphis. That'd, be, uh, that'd be University of Texas San Antonio. Ah, okay. Something like that. At Memphis. Uh, Memphis is minus three and a half. Total's at 67. <laughs> I, I don't know. I My pen ran out of ink, so oh. I couldn't see who was I thought you down. mistook UTSA. It does look, it, it does
3: look like TSA. Yeah, here. okay. Yeah. Still don't see the
1: Steelers. Uh, but, awesome but so, so, so who who's on this one?
0: I'm on UTSA here. I mean, I mainly I, UTSA's a pretty good team. They're 3-0. They beat a good middle Tennessee team last week. They went to Illinois. Illinois' not any good, but they went to a Big Ten team and won that game outright. Memphis coming off one of these, you know, crazy. Crazy game victories in their home stadium against the SEC team where they lay it all on the line, get lucky with a punt return, touchdown. They used all their good juju last week, all the mojo. The entire you know, city of Memphis was at that game. It was a packed stadium. No one's going to be there this weekend. I don't know. They're only giving up. They're only catching three and a half, which I would have hoped that would have been like over a touchdown. I think they could win this game outright against a sleepwalking Memphis team. So give me those three and a half. Bert, I think you're on this game as well.
3: Yeah, um, the UTSA you know, Roadrunners. The oh. Roadrunners, they don't fly often. <laughs> But they've been flying under the radar all year.
0: That's the kind of stuff you come and pick your poison for right there. Exactly.
3: This is a Razorback pick for me because the uh, UTSA head coach and offensive coordinator are former Hogs. Oh. Yeah, very fun fact. I was high on the Tigers last week. But uh, after that emotional game against Mississippi State, you got UTSA creeping on in here running not flying they're going to run their way to a victory i love it so i
0: love
1: I, it i'm pretty sure you know the game like uh 7 degrees of set, kevin bacon
0: yeah degrees of separation yeah
1: i think i think burt could figure that out for any football game that's ever been played just track them all back but, to the hogs yes back to the hogs 7 7 degrees of the hogs no, i just thought that was funny there no i actually like memphis here i think obviously could be let down after a huge win against state however i think this is a building win I think I think Memphis I don't think they're a great team. However, I think they're gonna end up having an okay season just because competition's whatever. So I'm gonna take Memphis minus three and a half there.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a short spread versus a, like inferior talent opponent, but I just I just think emotions are gonna play into it. So give me the underdog here. Do you have another game that's outside the car that you like?
1: So the next one I've got is uh, Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's minus six. Total's at 46. So, I like Oklahoma State here, minus the six. Kansas State, they lost their quarterback, I guess, in week one. Mm -hmm. Had a backup.
0: Skylar Thompson. Yeah,
1: backup. He won at home. Played pretty good. However, I think he's not going to be ready for the road environment. And it, as we said earlier, I, we like the trend of these home teams. Yep. So I'm going to take Oklahoma State here, and I'm actually going to lock, make that a lock here, two-unit play. Wow, two-unit play.
0: I'll go into a two-unit play of my own kind of same mentality here of a home team, but this is a super home team. I got two lane minus three against UAB. Tulane's been spending their entire where, time. Where are they playing? in their first home game in, oh, in really? their home stadium. Really? Yes. Okay. Their first game back in New Orleans in their home stadium. Fun fact here, they've spent their first like 3 games or I guess 3 weeks of the season in Birmingham practicing in like Sanford Stadium. They practice in UAB's practice facility. They got UAB coming to Tulane this week. To their stadium in New Orleans, it's going to be like the Saints having their first game back in the dome after Hurricane Katrina. It's going to be rocking. They're only laying. They're only giving up three points here. I love it. That's a big play for me. Green Wave. I know the Rebs kicked their ass last week. This UAB team ain't got Matt Corral swinging the ball around the field. So I'm laying the points. Tulane, getting back home. Love it. All the emotions
1: pouring out. Tulane too. It's also like when you're like warming up, swinging a bat with a donut on there. It, you feel like you're swinging pretty slow, but yeah. when you go when you take that off, you're swinging real fast. Oh, yeah. I, that might be that might be the Tulane uh, offense against the, uh, UAB's defense. lane's
0: literally been sleeping in hotel rooms for four and a half weeks now. Like they have got to sleep in their own beds, in their own homes, practice in their own facilities, eat the meals out of their own practice facility. That's a lot of good mojo coming their way. I'm laying the three. Give me that for uh, my lock of the week. Bert, you got anything else for us? I've got nothing on that other than Hogs Money Line. Hogs my uh,
1: so I think there was one other game I've got written down here. UCLA at Stanford. Uh, Stanford's catching four and a half. Total's at 58 and a half. Yeah,
0: the Cali Bowl. Uh, I did have this written down, actually. Give me the over of 58 and a half here. We saw UCLA can score points. They ran it up against LSU, scored a million against Hawaii, a shitty Hawaii team. But even last week in that loss to Fresno, 37-40 to 40 final. It's a lot of points being scored on the UCLA team. And, you know, usually people think of Stanford as kind of a run the ball, David Shaw, low scoring team, play good defense. No, no, no. Want to be Big Ten. Yeah, they scored 43 against Vandy, even allowed 23 to Vandy, 42 to 28 against USC. So they're scoring the ball. This new quarterback they've got uh, that started since week two after they lost to Kansas State, he's been airing it out. They've kind of changed up their offense. 58 points seems far too low for me, even though it's kind of a – Weird Pac-12, two kind of like traditionally slow-moving teams. I'm taking the over 58 and a half here. I think they're going to be airing it out. That's my last pick of the week, Boomer. Do you have anything else for us?
1: Uh, nothing else besides that that speech right there. You've got me hard for this over, so I, I'm going to ride with that as well. Let's go. Add it to the card? Oh, add it to the card.
0: Let's go. Add well, it to the just, card. Just trying to phase, or follow some more of my picks, I guess. I know, I
1: know. We're gonna, well, it's going to be interesting. So I wanna, yeah, out. I wanna, I'm going to edit your who, card. Who's going to hezy hey who? I, I might have been bluffing
0: this entire time. <laughs> it I didn't only, mean a single thing I said on this podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that's it for this weekend, boys and girls. Got a big slate next week. Uh, maybe a uh, a game day appearance between two Heisman candidates and maybe uh, one of the greatest coaches of all time and his protege. I don't know. Might be on the pod next week. So Would be a real t- shame if Savin lost to his uh, first assistant ever. Mm, might happen here, but you'll have to tune into the Picker Poison Podcast next week to get our takes. So we'll see you then. Love you. <laughs>